Welcome, everyone, to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. Oh, we are back. It's our 41st episode. Oh, that's great because we're covering issue 41. I know there's been some good parody with some, well, with two others, but yes. Yes. We're lining up this episode. Ep- episode? Episode. Episode. Episode and last. <laughs> so, um, in other comics news, you finished reading all of Generation X. I did. So you have so much background on Monet now. Yeah, I like her. And, well, I like all of them. Like Chamber, Angelo. Yeah. More Jubilee personality. Yeah. So it gives you some context for seeing it, Chamber and Husk in, like, one page of something recently. Yeah, and it kind of made me want to see... It was Legion of X, right? Yes. Okay um monet in exterminators oh because she's also not doing anything she is doing x corp i guess but does x corp even matter i thought that was just a miniseries it runs in the background like x corp is still operational we just don't have a series covering it right yes but she i learned that she's a teenage vampire slayer like buffy yeah which is awesome so she just dropped mr delacourt onto some uh wooden fencing and you saw chamber go off to join the x-men the I did. actual x-men that was exciting and it was a nice moment of agency when they were all like this isn't right also because sean was not dealing well with moira yeah and not really bathing or teaching them things yeah or being sober and emma was very taken in with the murder of her sister Yes. I think that at some point we need to connect with Michelle Waffle Otero and have an extra episode just about Generation X with her. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. She is a super Gen X fan, and I think we could all geek out about it. That would be fun. Yeah. But the writing gets real spotty in Gen X. I did like the four days arc towards the end. Mm. Since each character sort of got their own highlight. Yeah. I did not appreciate, though, that when someone died and then they referenced warning that person, mm-hmm. that like the it next was out issue. of order because the next issue, that person was still there. Yeah. And then they died. Yeah. And it was just very strange. Yeah. It's one of those things where you look at the issue and you're like, am I reading this in the correct order? Yes. I had that feeling. Yeah um what else oh i read the first trade paperback of shirtless bear hunter yes which is not queer no but it's fun you haven't read it yet no i was just hoping for it it's a fun image comic um and i also read chip zadarsky's public domain oh nice last night so that was a lot of fun too yeah it's sort of very meta on the comic industry that makes sense. Yeah. We also are getting more Star Trek comics. So, we, yeah. The, wow, words are hard. This past weekend, Strange New Worlds came out with a new issue that was very short. Yeah. I, I mean, I it, was standard, it, it was standard length, but we both read it in like five minutes. Yes. I think partially because we had read Sins of Sinister before, which was a much thicker book. Mm-hmm. So by comparison... It would be much shorter. Yeah. Resurgence seems interesting. I haven't read that. Like, you have read a bunch, and I have a stack of Star Trek. Like, the Star Treks that I found in a drawer yes. that I never read that you burned through, like, too many series and oh, yeah. and random issues in one sitting. The Odo miniseries and the Seven of Nine miniseries. Yeah. I really... The Seven of Nine one was good. Um, and also just adjectiveless star trek yeah or nounless star trek i don't know what the yeah the main the main line yes yes um i'm trying to make it sound cool like (laughs) x-men adjectiveless x-men um it's been really good and i'm very into when's the next issue coming out when is it coming out next it's coming out wednesday oh fun the day this episode drops what yep dear listener you know where i will be that Wednesday. Yeah. Grabbing a comic. Yes. Because now you have your own poll list. I'm I so do. <laughs> Bye, friends. Yeah. We also um, hit up a 
store here in the Twin Cities area that has been having a tough time since the beginning of the year, like their sales have been terrible. And they're predominantly a bookstore. Um, they had a, a very big horror sci-fi fantasy section. Yeah, and that's sort of their are. wheelhouse is sci-fi fantasy. But they have a comic section, and the day before, on Friday, they posted, okay, our business has been shit. So uh, tomorrow, for one day only, we are doing 50% off of graphic novels and all of our comic back issues that aren't like the super expensive ones on the wall right. or behind the counter. And it was busy. It was hopping when we got there. We got there 15 minutes after it opened or so. Oh, really? Yeah, they opened at noon. Oh, and, that's right. And it was crazy town. Like, and the there's person... not a lot of space in there either. Like, there's... yeah. Oh, there's a few square feet. We can put up a shelf here. So yep. a couple of times I was looking for the Jim Butcher books to see where the Justin Files is at these days. And I couldn't because there was someone kneeling, yep. hanging out in an aisle. Yeah. Could not really pass. Yeah. Right in front of the BUs. Oh, that's unfortunate. Someone right in front of me got one of the uncanny issues that I need for my run. Which is sad. I saw him pull it and I was like, oh. What was that sound? Oh, <laughs> it was unfortunate, but I found other good stuff. Um, I found a couple Marvel 2 in ones to help out my run there. And uh, Power Pachyderms, right? Power Pachyderms, yes. The, the one-shot issue all about Power Pachyderms. And I was right. It, we were both right about, like, what else is a Pachyderm besides an elephant? And I said a hippo, possibly. And you were like, possibly a rhino. And we were both correct. I got some daredevils. Oh, are you going to create a spreadsheet for those two? Yeah, probably. Oh, no. What to have in the spreadsheet, which you're like, are you going to share that with me? It would make gifting so much easier. I know. <laughs> um, and I also found a lot of ROM Space Night. Because I found a bunch of those at the dollar sale that I went to with Chandler like oh, a month yeah. and a half ago so of house of x podcast yes no house of x house of x what did i say x reads you said house of x oh oh no chandler hey dylan from x reads <laughs> dylan is from house of x and we were going to meet up with them this weekend but it didn't work out but we will because we're all in minnesota so yes and boo illnesses i know so um we also went to lunch after that. Then there were a couple random stores right across the street from the restaurant. We were on our way to a friend's birthday, but yes, they were at like antique stores and like yeah. we buy comics. And the the sign that said we buy comics was for a different store, but we went into the first one anyway, and it was cute. It was, and you found a nightcrawler with a light up sword from the nineties. Oh, that was at the smaller one. Oh, oh yeah, I found. Lady, uh, no. Um, the Deathbird. Yes, Deathbird. I found Deathbird and a Gambit. Yep. Um, with very hunky arms. Yes, and I feel there's one more. What's in that bag? There's one more action figure. I feel. And plate. Oh yes, he from. I have almost all the Generation X figures except M plate. And now you do. And Banshee. I need to find a Banshee. I have a Banshee, but not like the Gen X. Not the hunky one. Not the, the short hair and stubble. Yeah. Yes. So we found a couple more stores with some comics and other stuff. So. And that's when I got the X Men Noir book. And oh yeah. The, that's where the night up light up night crawler. Yeah. Night up light crawler. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a Sunday, and we both admitted to ourselves that like noon after we had done our weekly bun bun house cleaning um we sat down and we're like we're tired like i don't know what it is it but took I... a lot out of us I and mean, we were just playing ultimate alliance 2 yeah and i was basically falling asleep and like sort of mashing buttons and i look up and my ice band character is like stuck in a corner firing <laughs> icicles at a wall <laughs> um shout out to justin and alicia from the ex-wife podcast they in their recent episode talked about how they're playing ultimate alliance 3 i think we could probably have an extra episode of the four of us just talking about that game yes because we've been playing i mean that okay and i so at story time the pandemic times um when everyone was investing in nintendo switches and i was one of those people that was on like a website 
that told you when they were in stock on Amazon. And I bought one, I want to say it was like April or May of the pandemic, I bought a Switch. Yeah. It... And the first two games I bought were Animal Crossing, because everyone's going nuts for Animal Crossing. And you had friends who played it too. Yes. So it was fun to like visit their islands and stuff. And sell them beats or something? Yes, but the beats go bad. Oh, it's Sunday. I wonder if there's only beats on Sunday stuff. Oh, I don't know. Um, but I also, the second game I bought was Ultimate Alliance 3 because it's exclusive for the Switch. Yes. So we've been, we played a lot of that. Yeah. Iceman and Gambit are up to like level 125, yeah. 128. And you don't unlock one of the final ISO 8 spots for your character, like extra power up. Yeah. Until level 250. That's insane. It's a lot of fun. Um, some of the things are challenging, and it does its best to break you out of your mold of your comfort characters. Because there's missions that require certain characters. And they need to be, like, such a high level. Yeah. Like, you need to build them up. So we... Or cheat and buy the, like, buy the points to level them up. Oh, you can buy those orbs? Like, like you can use them to level them up. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Partly how we got our two up so high is I spent all the, a oh. lot of the orbs. Yeah. Because they were just accumulating and we never really used them. But there is some something in there in that game that we can't use. There are a couple oh, games we the played. Shield Depot points because we, we have all the outfits that we really want. Yep. And... Yeah. It's one of those mechanisms in a game where it's like you have a bazillion points and it's like there's nothing for me to spend them on. The like things. Mario Party. Mario Party is the worst at it where. Like even I have coins under my profile. And yeah, and it's like, here's some coins, and you're like, but... I can't even go to the store to unlock the stickers. You have all the stickers. I, it's so weird. It is. So, but I did want to get a Switch because of Ultimate Alliance 3. I know. So just like Alicia has... Um, Her own controller. Spider-Gwen. Oh, yes. I have Iceman, yes. and you have Gambit. Yep, I'm and, always Gambit. And I'm always Iceman, so yes. it works out really well. Even in Ultimate Alliance 2, which we're playing through, and you're like, we played through this level? I'm like, yeah, we restarted it last week at the higher difficulty level. I think, yeah, and then we stopped right after we said, like, yes, okay, restart at the higher difficulty level. Yeah, we played through, like, the beginning mission where you're stuck with the team that they give you. Oh, yeah. And you have to, like, get through everything with these characters you're not familiar with and that we haven't leveled up. Yeah. And then we loaded our team and we're like, okay, we're done. Yeah, it's, the X-Men teams seem to be extra energy yeah. in these kind of games. Yep. Um, and Ultimate Alliance 1 out, and X-Men Legends, I think I usually do Forces of Nature. Oh. Because that works with Iceman. Yeah. And I don't usually don't include Gambit. It's offensive. <laughs> I should break out those games now right. that we cleaned the Bun Bun houses and one of them is currently napping elsewhere in the living room. I can actually access that shelf. Hello. I'm <laughs> just a loaf of fluff. They're so tired. They're also having a very lazy Sunday. Asta roll flopped and just stayed on her side. On her side with her paw up in the air. Like, are you okay, girl? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when her eye was like rolled back a little... She was having a great nap. Like, yeah, I was. wish I could nap like that. Oh, my goodness. So that's the Bun Bun update as well. They're going to yeah. go next week to Hoppy Hour. Ooh, Hoppy Hour. That means we have to record probably Saturday. I think so. Because Hoppy Hour is Sundays every other week. And, and do the Bun Bun house cleaning. Yes. If you're interested in the Twin Cities visiting some buns, there's a rescue. And you can just go and hang out. Can you? I think you can. They're oh. open to it. Yeah, as long as you're masked and... Stopping in and you can visit the buns. They're great stress relief. And you just sit in a chair, like, you let your children go, play in the playground. <laughs> and the staff there, if there are fights, will break them up. And they're really observant. Like, they are on top of it. As soon as someone seems a little off, they're like, no, 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 no. And, and scoops them off. Yeah, there's a few litter boxes. And then they will um, wipe up any accidents that a bun yep. might have. Our buns are very good at going in their boxes. Yes. Except the hay level in Nyx went up too high, and then he sprayed over. He did. But it's okay. really easy. Yeah. Vinegar does wonders for cleaning. Yes. So they're going to Hoppy Hour. So if you're ever in the Twin Cities, maybe you're in the Twin Cities for the Uncanny Experience this fall. And the day after, like, 
the big day of Saturday, you're like, maybe I need some stress relief. Maybe there will be a happy hour. So if you want details, let us know. Maybe. It might be one that Sunday. Yeah. So, And hopefully if they meet other buns and behave themselves, they will behave themselves when they hang out all together. I know we tried last weekend. And last Sunday, it was... Nor went from zero to aggressive in 15 seconds. Yeah. Asta. And Poor then... Asta hid behind me. Yes. Both you and I were in this little penned up area with all three buns and Nora went after Asta and Asta's like, oh, save me. And like hopped right behind my legs. And, and then... I picked her up and I'm like, oh, it's okay. And put her back in her house. And then Nick was remaining there. I had turned the corner and then she lunges for Nick and Nick is trying to defend himself. I have to like pull him back and I'm like, oh, okay, we're done. Yeah, it was short-lived. Yeah. So someday we will. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If not, they'll just. Yeah. They'll be at probably some combo, some pair. Yeah. And then whichever bun needs to be on their own. Yeah. Because they don't want it that way. Yeah. It's to true. To some extent. Oh, and I've also been pressing comics. Yes, yeah, so with this contraption, it looks a, like a cross between a tech ed thingy and a tortilla press. Yes, you can probably press tortillas with it, actually. <laughs> but um, making some comics flat for submission for grading. And I'm just going to work through some of the older ones that are wrinkly, like oh, 60s yeah. and 70s comics, just to make them a better grade. Like, I'm not going to send them in to get slabbed or anything, but just quality wise improve them like my star trek strange new worlds number one yeah you sort of just shoved it in that bag (laughs) yeah a corner came up yeah and like even this one has a there's a fold because of the sleeve yeah marvel two in one so thing in fury yes okay we are here not to shoot the shit like we have been although it's good and fun um, we have three issues, 41, 42, and 43. Yeah. So we left off with... A surprise. It was Layla Miller. None Layla. None Layla. And Jamie, who had a... Who was about to complete suicide. Yeah. Um, is overjoyed to see her. And she's older. Yeah. She's looking sassy. She has some good hair. She does. So previously, a terminally depressed Madrox, still devastated over having absorbed what turned out to be an infant dupe of himself and earning the enmity of Siren, the dupe's mother, has returned to Vermont to confront John Maddox, the wayward dupe who created a life for himself as a man of the cloth. Madrox has done so to inform Maddox that he, Maddox, is not really the father of his son, Daniel. To Madrox's surprise, Maddox already knew that. Madrox then confessed that he could no longer go on and was ready to kill himself. Knocking Maddox unconscious, Madrox put a gun to his own head but was stopped short by the utterly unexpected intervention of a newly returned and all grown up Layla Miller. And now a personal plea from Peter David. The restraint fans have displayed in discussing key spoiler moments in the previous two issues has been nothing short of phenomenal. Increased demand for issue 39 caused it to sell out at a distributor level. Let us hope this is a continued trend in my determination to triple sales on X Factor over the course of the next year. Thanks to all of you for working with me towards this goal. Yay, keeping spoilers under people's heads. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, you went on a little binge fest this past week with X Factor as well. I did. I stayed you up just... way too late on consecutive nights, and I'm up to like 2.14. Okay. Somewhere in the two teens. And because we share a Marvel Unlimited account, I don't remember where I left off. I know. I'm going to have to go by, like, cover image, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll figure it out. And it's been interesting. Yeah. Like, speeding through so much stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But we will see. So what... Are you excited for where we're going? Yes. I I really like these issues. Um, I thought that... Peter David still does a good job of spinning threads together and little bits and pieces that were put out like way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he picks up his threads. Yes, like they're not just left there. Oh, it's so good. Like I so want to talk to him and his editor about how they constructed everything. Right, like do you put a post-it note on it and be like, for future story? Remember, <laughs> hey, this thing. Bring this back up in like... 
50 issues. Right. Although we're looking at more like 30, 35. Yeah. But still. That's a lot. That's like years. Three. Yeah. Because these are all like comics are generally once a month. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into the issue. Um, he's super happy to see her. And still super like bearded, unkempt, highly smelly. And but he's overjoyed. He drops the gun next to the knocked out Mad Docs. Maddox. Maddox, whatever. I'm trying to emphasize. I know. Emphasize. Not Maddox, not Mad Rocks. Maddox. Yes. Yes. Drops the gun next to Maddox. And I was also trying to figure out what's happening with the panels too, because they these two panels together equal his whole face. And the dialogue bubbles cut down across it. And but why are they divided? Right. Like the expression is the same. I could see it if it was like one expression, then different expression. I think it's just stylistically. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's still good art, people. Just just to let everyone know. Yes. The art is not backslid. And we got our splash page back in there again, where he's embracing her. She has thrown off her habit. Still has No her, wimple. No wimple, but she still has her sensible nun shoes on. Yes. And he's very confused because she's very cold. And he's like, you have no body temperature. (laughs) And she's like, nope. And I don't have much more time either. This body's charge will run out shortly. And so he's very confused. She doesn't have time to explain, but he keeps asking questions. And she's like, take my hand. Yeah. And he's very confused because she's older. Apparently her hips are very distracting. Her hips don't lie. (laughs) thanks for noticing look we need to go time's running out um (laughs) calls him on it i know making decisions has never been your strong suit but you've got to make one right now and it needs to be the right one you've got five seconds and she counts down he takes her hand there's some lightning flash of light and they're gone yeah maddox wakes up shouts for madrox prime and is just like steam yep steam steam (laughs) on the sides of his face there's a big flash and then next page there's the steam where it we're still with maddox yes in the church and some dude is walking through the steam with a gun points it at him and there's a blam no one likes blams nope someone got shot yes but we cut away to Detroit instead. Okay, their headquarters is looking real nice. Like it's, it's this, very Victorian. It's this big Victorian house in the woods. I don't. I don't think it used to be in the woods. I feel like it used to be in the city. I think it used to be in the city too. But oh, where no. it is now, maybe, maybe they're with Val Cooper. So maybe they got an upgrade. It's true. And, and they do need a lot of rooms. Yeah, they do for living quarters. And yeah. honestly, I, this is great. I'd live there. I mean, I could see X Factor living, like, I can see them living in this type of house that exists in Minneapolis and St. Paul places. Yeah. So who's here? We have Siren, Longshot, and Richter, and their potential client, client Lenore, who thinks that someone is out to kill her. Okay. Because her friend thought someone was out to kill the friend, and then the friend end up, ended up dead. Unfortunate. Very. So... Lenore is very confused. Last time she saw Siren, Siren is very pregnant. And Siren is like, let's move on. Yep. There were no icicles on the text box, but there could have been. Yeah, she's does not want to address it. No. And I wonder how much it's going to come up in the future. Like, that's a big moment. So I'm curious as we start reviewing issues as we go on, if it's referenced that much. Because right. I think because that's... if you put Jamie and Siren in the same panel, like, yeah, that's a big baby elephant in the room. And uh, I feel that's one of the points that people remember about this series. The baby being absorbed. Yeah. Just this past week, Mr. Scott Free was tweeting about it. That's true. So shout out to Mr. Scott Free. And uh, him being a uh, Jamie super fan. He did nothing wrong. <laughs> so... Lenore is trying to convince them. Um, long shots, basically on board. Um, yeah. He makes a really weird reference that I couldn't figure out because the friend's name was Candy 
who died. Okay. And Lenora's like, and now Candy's dead. And Longshot's like, Allison always said Candy was dandy. Like, Dazzler? Yes. Yep. So Longshot seems to be a bit of a blonde. Yeah, he is. He's a dumb blonde. <laughs> They lean a little hard into it in future issues, which is entertaining. But yes. Um, yeah. She goes off about Candy. Like, she's tried to do it, um, tried to protect herself, and she still ended up dead. And Longshot's on board, convinces the rest of the team to help out. And then, like, his mojo kicks in. Mm-hmm. Not, like, mojo the person, but his... No, his mojo, like Austin Powers mojo. His potential pheromone power with the opposite sex kicks in. He and has his mojo. Yes. He has not lost his mojo. Fat Bastard does not come back in time to extract it from his penis. I haven't seen those movies since high school. Oh, they're my comfort movies. Like, I can put those on and just pass out. I'm not a fan of them. I love them. Boyfriends! So Lamshot goes to help out and poor Siren rolls her eyes like, of course, Longshot. Back oh, at the church. Oh, the, there's the outcome of the blam. The blam missed. It did. And Reverend Maddox grabs the gun, shoots the shooter through the leg because disarming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And more blams, more jumping over pews. Pew, pew. <laughs> Dads, did you know when I go pew pew pew, there were beans where I was sitting. Oh Nick. Oh Nick. You know how he is. Yes. There are no rabbit poops in this church though, but there is an injured person with a gun to his head. And he he pulls the trigger. He says cortex. And it wasn't the Reverend who shoots him. It's himself. It was himself. And Mrs. Maddox comes in. It's very confusing. What's her first name? I don't know. Did, I see some know? books on the shelf. We're going to call her Agatha because it's my Agatha Christie collection. I know. I tried to look for another name and it was all Agatha, but there's also a Carol and a Dolly oh. and a Madeline of Madeline Kahn fame. Oh, yeah. Well, one of those is maybe her first name. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's a small possibility. And it's probably Laura. I can yeah. see a Laura in this time. That's a popular name for like a 20 something. Sure. In the mid, like the Poor 2010s. Amanda. Yeah. There's so many Amandas in our classes. Oh, yeah. So we cut to some other place. Sarah's. There were a lot of Sarah's as well. Oh, very true. Sarah Maddox? Mm, I don't thing. know. I don't know. We should ask Peter and David. <laughs> or we could actually reference the actual issues. <sighs> That's work. <laughs> So it's a, like a weird, creepy hospital room. There's tile on the wall. There's Layla hooked up to wires. There's some blue lightning happening. She starts glowing. And all of a sudden, Madrox Prime is there. They pop in. And he is on top of her and on top of her boobs. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's weird. <laughs> Please get off. <laughs> and a sentinel rips the ceiling off and is about to blast Speaking them. Speaking of rude. Speaking of rude and ruining the moment. Oh my God. Look at that cable ad, though. There is. His arms are so roided out. Yeah, they are. Deadpool enters Messiah War. I'm so glad that X-Factor didn't cross over. For that the, one? With, I, so I, Messiah I, Complex is with the baby bowling ball. Yep. And now there's a Messiah War? Yeah, I think I'll, like coming out of messiah complex i don't know if we have a crossover for a while uh, we will at some point but it's in a while i think yeah i think yeah. it's in a while there's after issue 200 almost a crossover with children's crusade oh which i sort of finished then you, you... did i mostly finish i don't know i didn't really like all those characters no oh. but yeah Oh, Richard got it. And don't say anything. Oh, no. Oh, no. So now we're on a boat. It's a cargo ship. It's one of those cargo, you know, during the pandemic when we couldn't get anything because all the ports were closed down. Remember when that ship got stuck in the Red Sea? 
Yeah, it looked like that ship. Remember the, when the I had a bottom? Kickstarter game stuck on a boat for a while? Oh, which game was that? It wasn't the Everdell. No, and it wasn't Ark Nova. It wasn't Dark Tower because I got that from one of our local stores. And good thing you did. It's a fun game. Yes. We won one. Our our. It's a hard game, people. It really is. It's cooperative, and there is an app connected to it. Our difficulty is normal, and we're still only batting 500 or 500, whatever, yeah. whatever the phrase is for. Half and half. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. And in our case, we win half and we lose half. Yes. So This cargo ship. Yeah, it looks like there's something falling. And on the next page, you learn that it's Darwin holding on to Strong Guy. And Greedo just lands slash crashes through yeah. the deck of the ship. And I look like there's some water splashing up. They must have gone all the way down to the bilge. Oh. Which is a fun word. Bilge. And they shoot a thing that disrupts nervous systems, but it hits Darwin and he turns into a sponge. Oh, that's fun because sponges don't have nervous systems. It's true. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. And Monet is there being all floaty in her awesome purple uniform with the little round cape. Love that uniform. I know. I'm sort of sad that's not the one we're getting in Marvel Legends. Right? Like, I get the Generation X is awesome. But also, yeah. this look is awesome. But I mean, I mean, connecting back to your Generation X with that uniform coming out and Chamber, like, they can start building out that entire team. Someone pointed out that they were missing like certain people to complete teams. Like, yes. Oh, that was here, Flink. A there. It was Flink. He's like, this is great that you're doing all this, but you're like one away from completing all of these teams. Yeah. And it was a bunch of teams and it was one, sometimes two characters. Yeah. It's very strange that they were not completing them. Yep. So wait, thank you for fighting the good fight, Flink. Yeah. So, he got us Richter. Oh. Which you have now. I do. So I put him up on the mantle and then I accidentally kicked the mantle oh. and a whole bunch of people fell down except for Richter. Oh, it's his powers. Yes. I also have to clean that shelf. Oh, I have to clean all of my shelves. Like, you know how much dust is in the living room because of the hay dust and the bun bun fur. Dear listener, the bun one bun bun, Nick, is done shedding. However, you go to nuzzle Asta because she hops up on your lap and she's super sweet. She's like, hello. And you say, hello. And you nuzzle her. And then you have hair on your nose. Yes. And in your mouth. Yep. And if I had ice cream, it probably would have been in my ice cream. <laughs> so it'll be great. I know. I have they're done shedding. Yeah. I have to, at some point in the next couple of weeks, like dedicate some time to take them all off the shelves with a dust cloth, wipe them down, yeah, put them back up, which yeah. is fine because I have new ones to open that I haven't put up yet. But you have so many. I know, but they're all dusty. Oh, it's true. All right, so Monet is floating down in this cape that is not on her action figure. Flinging all these awful weapon stealers into the sea. We find out that they're all from Karma, and they are there at the behest of Val Cooper to confiscate this whole ship of weapons. And they, <laughs> Strong Guy points things out. These weapons were developed mainly to kill guys like us, Monet. You're really comfortable with turning the whole shipping over to the government. And she's like, well, how about that? You do have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> and so we don't know what they do on the ship. No. But we're in the future. Layla and Madrox Prime are dodging sentinel beams. He makes a dupe with the intention of distracting it. And he's like, quick, distract it. And the dupe was like, how? With card tricks? <laughs> so Layla hugs Madrox Prime. They are in the sights of the Sentinel, about to be destroyed. And there's a gigantic blockoom and with debris. And the Sentinel is in pieces. Because who is it? It's Ruby Summers. Ruby Summers is here. She's like, I did that. And let me guess, you're new in town. Good for Ruby. Yeah. I didn't really know who she was. I mean, you sort of figure it out. Yeah. With the Ruby form. Because this is after New X-Men. And I never read New X-Men. This is, yes. Okay, good. 
So um, Emma has already had her diamond form. Yes. So when it's Ruby, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Issue 42. 42. And this cover is going to be on the upcoming Omnibus. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's, it's one a of good the covers. One. It really is. You've got Madrox Prime. You've got some Monet, some Darwin, Longshot, Guido, Siren, Richter, and then a bunch of dupes, like, making weird faces. All right. So for this issue, I, I'm not going to read what happened last issue. We just did that. We just did that. But there's what happens next issue. The time shifts. Ugh, I can Words, move. right? Words are really hard. The time shift, slingshots in reverse and Mad Rocks, trapped in the 1930s, winds up accidentally becoming his own grandfather. Ooh. Ooh. Siren and Monet declare their secret love for each other, and Guido wakes up to discover Lila in the shower. Oh, it's a Dallas reference. Oh, is this when it was all a dream? Yes. And Season Patrick Duffy Dallas. is still there? Yes. Feel free to tell that to everyone on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, just to follow up from our spoiler discussion last week, because I, I know I, all of you are just hungering for us. Um, you had every single major story beat ruined for Sins of Sinister. It's true. You read that issue on Friday night and... It came out on Wednesday? came out on Wednesday and you closed the book and you're like, yep, what? I knew everything that happened there. Yeah, and it wasn't fun. Nope. I mean, it's a good issue, like, good plot points, all that. But it would have been so much better if you read it organically. Yeah. Yeah. So, dear listener, if you know how to make certain hashtags not show up... You can do that on Twitter, not on Instagram. But how do you do it on Twitter? You, It's in settings. Oh. Yeah. You have okay. to, like, dig into settings. It keeps asking... Okay. Yeah. And that's where you can mute even words. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're diving into this, and the first thing we see, we're back at the X Factor headquarters, and we have um, Richter at the computer, and Terry is like, so help me, Richter, if this is another one of those stupid I has a cheeseburger kitten things. <laughs> what a moment that was. It really was. Okay, so they have caught on to Maddox. When is this? the i just have very distinct memories of can i has cheeseburger of like junior senior year of college yeah so this should be like seven this is this is oh nine so it's right after that okay so richter is still loving those memes oh um so they see a picture of maddox on the computer they're like ah that's a dupe and because there's no m right um and would Mad Rocks really be a priest? True. Um, so something like something newsworthy happened to a dupe. Yes. Which they find interesting. And the and then Guido turns to Richter and he's like, "So road trip?" Yes. So they are driving out to the East Coast because it's in Vermont, I think. Yes. And they're in Detroit, and Siren had said, "No, this is not a mission. It uh, doesn't relate to us. They're just having fun." Yeah. Guys, trip. The actual mission, we have Longshot here with Lenore in her apartment. He's there to protect her, but like his hormones are doing their thing. Yes. And she's super attracted to him. And she's like, I want to fuck you. And he's like, I'm not here for that. Do you think Lenore is a Easter egg for Lenore Zahn who did the Rogue I Prince? hope so. Lenore Zahn, we need to, we should discuss this with her at the Uncanny Experience. Yeah. Lenore Zan, look, it's a Lenore. Is that because of you? Did you do this? Yeah. And they actually do start kissing. Yes. Um, and he's like, I'm no, I'm here to be your guardian. We shouldn't be doing this. So at least he has some sense of boundaries. Yeah. Um, and she's like, be my guardian, be my attentive sentinel. And he's like, can we use a different word that why, yeah, why would you use that phrase if yeah. no mutants? Or at all, if you were a former mutant. Yeah. And uh, um, that's where we leave them for now because we have to get to the future. And Ruby Summers is there. She's striking a pose. And she's like, oh, Madrox, and younger than I remember. And he's like, have we met? And she's like, I've met you. 
Yeah. But you haven't met me before this moment. But we have a whole history. Yes. And he and Layla's like, just go with it. Time travel's weird. <laughs> and he's like, I time traveled. And she's like, Yeah, you dummy. How do you what do you think you're doing? Right. And I won't think less of you if you throw up. Yeah. And he's like, what? I'm fine. And then a few seconds later, he, oh, there's the panel. He, yep, he definitely just blows some chunks. And um, he finds out he's 80 years in the future. And he's like, yeah, I have some questions about this, but do you have a breath mint? And Ruby's like, that's what you're wondering right now? Like, that is your first question. Yeah. He's like, well, he did just puke. So, <laughs> um, and he finds out that her last name is Summers. So, um, he's like, wait a minute, Summers, like Scott Summers. And he, she's like, yeah, you know my family. And he's like, oh, you're related to Cyclops. And she's like, yes, that's my father. He's like, what? Like, how? How? How did this happen? I don't even know how this happened, actually. When Scott and Emma hooked up? How old is Ruby? Because Scott's like... Ruby's old. Okay. She's been in this form for a long time. Okay. There's a reference to that. Oh. But there's something with Layla covering her face, and she's like, oh, Jamie. And I forgot what it was, but it seems fun. Oh, yeah, you're related to Cyclops. All right. Apparently, judgment, judgmental arrogance is a genetic trait. And she's like, Jamie, for God's sake. Yeah, that was it. Um, Sometimes Madrox doesn't know when to shut up. No, and Madrox is getting real caught up in things and another Sentinel attacks. Yes. And uh, this is a monologue from him about, you know, I was just going to end my life and now I'm trying to avoid being killed. Right. Like literally five minutes away from me wanting to take my own life. And so much has changed. Yes. And he he says that he's missed the feeling of not knowing if he's coming or going. Which is a feeling that he gets when he's around Layla. Yes. Because he's very confused by her. And we leave off there and Terry is getting woken up by Monet. And there's a great line here where Monet is trying to get Siren to talk to Val. And Siren's like, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you deal with her instead. And Monet is like, I'm rich. You don't have a thousand bucks. And absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she goes down. Val is using a cane because, you know, recently shot. Yes. And um, we learn that she's been pumping jobs to them. Like, pretty cushy jobs like not too much not too risky yes things that they can handle like the boat that was fairly quickly in, handled yep but that boat was sunk and it didn't come into port yes like it had was supposed to be and Monet is not sorry about it at all yeah and Val's like um where's Richter and Siren's like out clubbing or something I suppose and Darwin, Guido, Darwin's taking night classes at a local college. And Guido is, I don't know, out doing something that would probably annoy you, is my guess. And isn't Val's response like, that? yes, that is correct? It would, I mean, she didn't respond. Oh, uh, I, 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 I would imagine that Val would be like, that makes sense. Guido is driving Hummer down the highway. Richter is like reclined in the back seat across the seat. Yes, he's got all three seats to himself. Yep. Like what you would love to do in an airplane if such things existed anymore. I've done that before. The three seats across? Yeah, like I've had a road to myself and it's wonderful. Right? But I feel like that just won't happen. I know. Airlines. Airlines. Um, So they're basically reflecting on like, why are we doing this? Like, why are you doing this, Richter? You don't even really like Madrox? He's like, I know, but... Yeah, he's sort of coming to the point of Madrox didn't have any control over what was happening. Mm-hmm. And like it was super shitty that it did happen. And it's really shitty for Siren, but also a little bit shitty for Madrox. And this is where Guido was basically like, Did you try to commit suicide by cop? And 
yes Richter's like just drive like and he doesn't want to talk about it but at least Guido had the conversation and asked the question of like I've heard that this is a thing is this what you were trying to do with Siren when she was in labor yep we're back to the future oh we're gonna use that a lot um oh no Ruby is using her eye beams to shoot the sentinels um and we find out that the sentinels know about her and how long it takes for her to recharge yep and she gets blasted so what Madrox jumps up and he's like, get clear. And he starts spawning dupes. Swarming, positively swarming the Sentinel. Yep. Which then electrifies all of them. Yep. And there's this really cool image of a Sentinel like on fire from the inside. Yes. And it was very confusing because the Sentinel went from electrocuting dupes to then on fire. And we meet Demon. Damon? Damon. Damon. D-A-E. Mon. Yes. So Damon, who's always on fire, um, he controls his agony through medication. So we see this image of Madrox reabsorbing all those dupes that got blasted off. And we also meet Hecate. Hecate, which is part of the squad that's there. Yeah. So there's Ruby's squad of Hecate and Demon and Layla. Damon. Damon. Demon. Whatever. Like Damon Hellstrom. Sure. Yes. I don't know who that is yet. All right. So we're back on the mission with Longshot. There's a buzz at the door. And she's like... Lenore. She being Lenore, yes. Pronouns. Um, She answers the buzzer and she's like, Lenore, it's your mom. And she's like, oh. And... Come on up. Yeah, Longshot's like, it could be someone who's going to kill you. And she's like, well, you're right about that, but it's awful slow. No. And except it's not because the mom is there with a gun. Yeah. There's another blam, which is never a good sign. No. And we see Lenore get shot in the heart, but then there's a little squiggly line where time resets itself and Longshot's powers activate. Yes. Uh, so the shot misses i could not figure that out like why the squiggle how did she go from being hit to not i know but in the future there's a moment where they're as they're running away from the flaming sentinels ruby ruby's like hecate where are you and then hecate reappears right next to her and says i'm right here and even though ruby's like we lost you for a moment and she says, well, when you cause localized blackouts, that kind of thing will happen. Yeah. And it, there is a sentinel blasting after them, and it gets shot to hell. Like there's there, a fuzam. Yeah, there's a beam from off panel that shoots it. You know it's a powerful beam when there's both a W and a Z yeah. and a double A. Well, well, Jamie Madrox, you look like crap, son, like five miles of bad road. And we see it Cyclops, who says, welcome to the Summer's Rebellion. Here's hoping you're far less worthless than you used to be. Shade. Shade. Cyclops has a robotic arm, just like Cable, a except ro- it's like super droidy, like Star Wars droidy. And a leg beneath the knee. Yep. And he has gray hair, a bald spot. I it's, think there's some like, plates on his head, too. Yeah, it, Harrison Ford could play the Cyclops. It's true. And that's how the issue ends. Which brings us to issue 43, which has a lip-locked Layla and Madrox on the cover in front of a beautiful sunset. It's a thing. It is a thing. Also a thing are all the hunky uh, Hugh Jackman got milk ads from this time frame. Yeah. That man could get it. Yeah. So is there anything on that first page? We know what happened last time. Is there anything else? What happens next issue? Madrox shaves. There's no follow-up to this issue's cliffhanger whatsoever, and Monet strips down and gets it on with Darwin. Be sure to let everyone on the internet know. I think there's some red herrings in there. Yeah. Peter David trolling the trolls. Yes. So we're in Lenore's apartment. Darwin is has shown up. He's there to help Longshot. And he's just trying to buzz in. 
some woman comes out like, oh, ma'am, good timing. Perhaps you can help me or not because there's a gun in his face then. Mm. Longshot is running out and the mom is holding on to Darwin saying like, I'm going to shoot him. And poor Darwin is like, man, with all respect, I've been threatened by far more formidable people than you. And yeah, there's there's a a blam. And we see a shocked expression on Lenore's face because the gun backfired. And it damaged her mom's hand. Yep. Lenore doesn't know what's going on. And Longshot's like, sorry, my luck power caused the gun to backfire. And that <laughs> Longshot just sort of went off and Darwin's like, this woman is injured. Get it together. We need to take her to the hospital. Um, he's like, oh, I suppose I should call an ambulance. And Darwin then points out after Lenore is getting upset with Longshot for having harmed her mom is that the mom was about to shoot herself mm. in a similar way to that dude in Vermont. That said Cortex. That said Cortex. And I don't believe... And we see a close-up of the mom's eye and it's purple. Yes. There's a purple eye. going to be a thing. And not like a fun lavender Elizabeth Taylor. And not like a one-eyed, one-horned playing purple people later. No. Are we? I have that movie on VHS. It's a movie? It's a movie from the 80s. Super rare to come by. Neil oh. Patrick Harris is in it. I can only imagine. Oh, it's in that vein of like creepy 80s movies that I can't believe we watched. As Yes. Yeah. I mean, you feel the way about the Velveteen Rabbit. I feel like our dear listeners have heard that before. Um, but also... No, that's just sad. And oh. it, I didn't see a movie about it. That's just the book. Oh, the movie. I like the movie. But like Watership Down was a movie and there's a terrifying section there involving the rabbits in the old Warren. And mm. it's like, how was this suitable for children? Yeah. The uh, 80s, man. The 80s. It was a different time for <laughs> growing up. And so now we're back in the future. Scott's like, are you just going to stand there, Madrox? And Madrox hugs him and says, Scott. And it's so unexpected because Jamie does not like Cyclops at all. That's been established in this series. Yeah, it has. Yeah. And so, huh, like, there's a love fest here, but we gotta get moving. They're sentinels. Um, Scott even calls out, like, hugging isn't really very noir, is it? And so they start to make their escape. Um, they're running. And Madrox, like us, is like, where are the flying skateboards? Where are the personal jetpacks? Yeah. Where are they now? 2023. Yeah. We don't Still have waiting. flying skateboards. They don't have their flying jetpacks. We're at headquarters. We're not at headquarters. Oh, it's Vermont. It's Vermont. Oh, so we have Guido and Richter approaching the Maddox house. Yes, Richter fell asleep. And we learned that Strong Guy, like with all his stored up kinetic energy, can go like a week without sleeping. It's crazy. And then I went a week without sleeping basically a couple weeks ago and I was with Rack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who legit didn't sleep for three days and she hallucinated that the floor was falling apart. Yeah. So. Um, so they made it and they knock on the door. It's a whole exchange here where the person inside is like, who are you? And um, Guido tries to be calming. He's like, we're not cops. We're not reporters. Um, the person's voice says, then who are you? And Guido says, we're dicks. <laughs> the voice says, excuse me? And Richard's like, excuse me? <laughs> And Guido goes on, private dicks, flatfoots, gumshoes, you know, detectives. <laughs> Richter's like, you've hung around Madrox way too long. <laughs> so the voice is like, who's your client? And Song is like, we can't tell you that. <laughs> Confidentiality? And Richter's like, no, we just don't have one. So they go for the full dis- disclosure thing. Um, and... They're trying to figure out like someone who looks, their husband might be in trouble. He might know something about what's going on. And there's more dialogue here on the porch. And yeah, Richter continues to have his moment of Madrox wasn't so bad. Mm. It was super shitty. 
but Taiwan shouldn't have broken his finger. And he gets called out where Richter says, it was wrong and some wounds go way deep and fester and never go away. And Guido points out like losing your powers or a girl leaving you. And Richter just says, ouch, man. Hmm. We're in the future. We meet this dude named Selv who- Is a Selv. Yes, which is awesome. Uh, Mandox tries to speak French and uh, Salve is like, I actually speak English, but your accent's good. And Mando says, oh, your American accent is really good too. And he's like, well, what are you expecting for me to speak like this? Mm. That was a fun moment. So Layla shows up, they walk on the boardwalk. There's a moment of like, Mandox being like, why did you bring me here? She says, I have my reasons in that very vague Layla way that she yes, has. Which she has held on to it. Yes. Even though it's in one of, I think it might be at the beginning of this issue and the thing that we didn't cover. She's roughly 21 years old. Yes. There was a weird thing where she was like 16 or something and then 21. I thought the ages got mixed or she was 16 when she uh, left. Oh. And now she's 21. She did not look 16. No, she looked she was 12. Yep. So they get in, this is the kiss. They get into a shouting match because of course they do. Um but it's like they're gonna hate fuck. Yeah. Maddox is like, why didn't you why did you bring me here? And she's like, why didn't you come get me? And he's like, why didn't you come back? And then they both say in the same bubble, don't you think I wanted to? How hard did you try? Stop saying the same thing. I'm not trying to. And they both say, oh four, and you get this. They actually kiss, which is on the cover. So Alicia from Ex-Wife, just want to say the cover image does match something that's inside this issue. It does. It's not the same issue because they over-sexualized Layla on the front cover of the issue. Yes. It, I mean, the cover artist is definitely different from the regular artist. Yeah, that's a thing. It is. Um, and yeah, they have a moment. And then there's just an ad for a Wolverine game. Hmm. So that throws them for a loop, both of them. Um, Mandrox is sort of struggling with the, you're an adult now, but you also used to be a kid. And she's like, even when I was a kid, I was never a kid. But also that's creepy. Yep. Yeah. There's like, I I know what we're going for. Yeah. Like, I know what the story is going for. It's hard for me as a reader to forget that like seven issues ago or something like she was a child right and now she's grown up and you do get used to it in the series having read further you get used to it but right now where it's like the first time that she's coming back it's jarring right and you're like oh oh oh, okay this doesn't feel right yeah so there is some monologuing happening and he, Madrox Prime, starts to feel at peace with himself. He knows he won't, it won't last, but it's a nice moment. Yeah. And he knows it won't last. And that's how he knows that it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So Reverend Maddox comes out. See, recognizes Guido, but does not recognize Richter. He calls him Roberto oh. from X Factor days, way back when, potentially. This dupe was made a long time ago. Yes. Um, Berta would be Sunspot. Yep. Yeah, right there. New Mutants one. Oh, that's but fun. They also got on sale. No, <laughs> not on sale. I just randomly came across it at one of our stops yesterday. Oh, nice. So we find that they're, they're discussing things on the porch and... Um, Blah, blah, blah. Maddox is trying to keep like certain words away from his family, such as um, a dupe. Okay. Dupe is the D word that yep. he doesn't want used. So they go to his office. They can talk there and not be disturbed. Mm-hmm. But there's a dude in a mask in the woods. And like, you know, this dude is going to disturb them. Yeah. With a line like that looking ominous in the background. Yeah. 
So here we go to the hospital. Siren is saying she's really getting to hate hospitals. Yeah. Who can blame her? Yeah. They're trying to find this room. She's letting loose, sort of. It goes off. And the nurse comes out and is like, if you hadn't noticed, you're in a hospital. Like, people are trying to heal. Keep your voice down, or do I need to call security? And Monet has to step in. She's like, sorry, she's going through a thing. Can yeah. you tell us where 14C is? So they get directions. And Monet is being very supportive. So... Yeah, yeah their their friendship continues to just delight me. Yes, and having read Generation X, like this is not out of the blue for Monet. I feel like she had this sort of friendship with Jubilee. Yeah, where like they, it's very frenemy mm-hmm. for a while, and then like it just still, settles in. They start to do nice things for each other. Yep, even though they outwardly say they can't stand each other. Yes, like uh-huh. when Monet leaves at the end of Generation X. <laughs> She's like, call me anytime. And no one has her number. Yeah. <laughs> you get Jubilee's face. <laughs> so um, there's a fun Marx Brothers reference. <laughs> Croucho, Harpo, good to see you. You haven't heard from Chico and Zeppo, have you? And Darwin is very confused. He's like, you mean Greedo and Richter? <laughs> and yeah. Siren is like, they're probably doing what I ex- exactly what I told them not to do. I will deal with them later. So they get the facts of the case. They sort of catch everyone up. Monet is doing a mental probe mm-hmm. like you do when you have a telepath on your team. Yep. Like you're supposed to ha- always have. And um, I think it's a long shot trying to make the comparison between a Vulcan mind meld. And I don't remember there being weird instrumental music, but Monet's like, yes, it's exactly like that, but without the weird instrumental music. Mm. I suppose there's there some, is in the original series. Like some chimes, probably. Probably. And Monet freaks out. There's an ugh. There's a she throws herself back. Longshot catches her. And she says, Cortex, as she's choking out Longshot. Ooh. Mm. Cortex, the same word that that dude from the church. Yeah, so there's something implanted in this woman's mind that is a danger to telepaths. Yes. So. In the future. Madrox and Layla are still making out on the boardwalk, which is also, like, unfortunate for Layla because Madrox is still super smelly and grimy. Oh, he should take a bath. Yes. So Hecate and Cyclops are there and Cyclops tries to get Hecate to not be there because we find out that in this time frame they have equipment that monitors their teams and Hecate blinked out for approximately two seconds before coming back again. Mm. And they're like, we don't have glitches. And Magic is like, there's always glitches. And they're like, no, there's no glitches. This is a mystery. You need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So... We are back in Vermont, back in the office, and Reverend Maddox is explaining the whole situation, giving the rundown to Guido and Richter, and um, yeah, he is getting to the point where a blonde woman with an M on her face, same as Madrox, was there, and Richter's like, you don't, oh, strong guy, because it's bald. From the back, mm. you only get the, the text bubble and a head shape, to be fair. And they're like, blonde woman, not girl. And they're like, no, woman. Mm-hmm. There's been some aging. And Richard's even on the same page. What, you're thinking it was maybe Layla? And pointing out, like, yes, the same tattoo. When someone with a sword leaps through the window and it's the creepy guy from the tree outside. It's not just a sword. It's double blades. It is double blades out of, like, from either side of his fist. Yes. Which I feel like is an iconic look. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, Zorro, settle down. And Guido gets thrown through the wall of the office. And Richter's there. What's the hell? What the hell? Shatterstar, because Guido had pulled the mask off. Mm-hmm. And we have Shatterstar with purple glowy eyes saying Cortex. Oh, bom, bom, bom. we're and building to something. We are. These were a set of fun issues. 
Yes. And it, I could see how it could veer very heavily. Um, having read other X titles as you have, when you have a future thing, like it could have been entirely set in the future for these three issues. It could have right. hammered hard on just focusing on Madrox and Layla. Because we have seen issues like that where it goes deep on a character. Yes, but this is a really good balance of everything that's going on and everything's moving forward. Right, you've got your A plot with Madrox and now Layla. Yep. Now in the future. You've got your B plot with the protection of this woman. Yep. You've got random little C plots. Yep. And then you find out that B and C are connected between the dude shooting up the church and the person trying to shoot Lenore. Yep. And the full team is doing stuff it is which is fun yep um and i like that darwin is part of the team yeah he's fun the latest addition and how he adapts to all these threats is really cool to see it is yeah yeah we'll see how it goes with our next episode and the next set of issues i know i this is sort of what got me on that reading binge where i just couldn't put down the tablet i read until i had one percent left on it wow and it started at a full charge. Yep. And then it's like, this is one third in the morning in a work week. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> you are not 20 years old anymore. I'm making all the poor choices. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. So what uh, people out there, let us know what you think. Yes. Let us know what you think about spoilers too. I got some feedback from some people in the community that listen and have guested on some podcasts and what were their thoughts and feelings that they're really tired of spoilers too like it's just too much and i think you've brought it up and someone else did too that marvel itself is guilty of alicia brought it up on the latest episode of ex-wife that was it it was an image that one of the artists posted and it didn't give away a whole lot but it was enough you can piece it together to be yeah. like what the fuck yeah so uh, yeah it's just really annoying like sometimes i get comics on a wednesday but sometimes i'm not in the mood to read the new issue as soon as i get home that night right like sometimes i save it for the weekend when you're reading as well because we just sort of chill and read comics well the bun buns romp yeah so dad did you know there's new hay in the hay bag <laughs> It's very exciting. It's always a good day when there's new hay in the hay bag. They love it so much. I can't sound so weird, but it's it's a thing. It is. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us. Find us on Instagram at X Factor Files Podcast. We would love to chat with you. Um, I'm basically doing almost daily pictures of this 1995 Marvel calendar that I have. Yes. Um, seeing what they were highlighting from a 1995 standpoint from all across Marvel. Oh, you should have some of the action figures in the background and like rotate them in and out. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that you, why, then the ones you have on your desk and why. Yeah. It's a lot of Generation X actually. Yes. Surprisingly so. And yeah. a, a Banshee even. Yeah. But not a, it, not a Hasbro legend one no this one is toy biz and he has a whistle on him so you can blow in him to make a banshee sound that's fun yes okay but yes dear listener come back again next week yes we'll be here with another set of issues and we're gonna see where we go take care bye bye